The Bulls come up short. A bad couple of plays from DeMar DeRozan down the stretch of the game really seals it for their OKC Thunder. Um, the Bulls just did not execute better in the second half than the OKC Thunder. We're going to break it all down right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. Damn, 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 damn. Uh, Lou Dort really tried to give the Chicago Bulls this game. Uh, what I'll say is this, is that DeMar DeRozan made two plays down the stretch of the game that just were not smart. A, that foul on SGA that put him to the line for three shots was just bad. And then when the Bulls did get the, the ball back with it, still a chance to tie it, um, that last shot with DeMar with still seven seconds left on the clock was just not a good shot. It was not a good shot. Now, I'm not blaming this whole loss on DeMar. It's not all of DeMar's fault. I'm just pointing out what DeMar did down the stretch of this game in the final two plays, one on offense, one on defense. Um, it really just affected the game big time. Zach Levine going nine for 23 for 27 points in this game. He took over the game briefly for a second um, early in the fourth quarter. Uh, Vooch with 13, 10 uh, rebounds and I'm sorry, 13 rebounds and three assists. DeMar DeRozan does have 30 points, five rebounds. Uh, six assists, two steals in this game. But Patrick Williams also, 11 points, seven rebounds, one assist, two blocks from Patrick Williams. I would assume it was kind of pulled uh, early in the fourth quarter. They had Alice Caruso out there who played some solid defense. Um, he's the leading scorer off the bench was Alice Caruso for this Bulls team. Gorn did not have it going. He was one for five on the night. Andre Drummond was one for four. Drummond only played seven minutes in this game. Um, but the Bulls just did not, they did not execute well enough down the stretch of the game. They just did not. That's just what it boils down to. Um, they, they they just didn't – the Thunder just executed better down the stretch of the game. And you can't win them all, right? The Bulls, uh, after going uh, losing, what, five of the, of, the, of the last seven, and then they went on a two-game winning streak, uh, they lose this one. You can't win them all on the road. We definitely would have liked to see them get this one and get on a three-game winning streak. Um, but the Bulls play again. Um, is it Monday the Bulls play again? Let me check. Bulls play again Monday against Utah, Larry Marketing. Uh, so we'll see what that matchup ends up looking like. But outside of that, uh, the Bulls were just, it was just, just a frustrating loss, right? Because the Bulls were in position to win this game, and they just did not. Uh, and yeah, like I said, just not, lack of execution down the stretch of this game really killed the Bulls. Uh, turnovers killed the Bulls. Uh, foul calls killed the Bulls. There were just some things that, that the Bulls just did not do well. Hopefully they build on top of it um, to just uh, do better. They end up losing this game by four. Um, still shot the ball 43% from the field, 36% uh, from three-point range. They held the OKC Thunder only going 7 for 29 from 3, only 24% there. They they lose the rebounding battle only by one rebound, 49 to 50 uh, turnovers. 15 turnovers from the Chicago Bulls in this one, allowing the OKC Thunder to get 16 points off those turnovers. It's big there as well. Uh, it just, the Bulls just didn't execute. That's really just what it boils down to. The Bulls did not execute well enough to win this Um Jonathan Gleason said the Bulls are soft. This was not a, a win based off being soft. Like, they didn't lose this game because they were soft. I don't know where you're getting that from. Uh, Tariq T. Ali, even though K OKC is not a top team, I don't mind this loss. It felt like the Bulls gave out so much effort than the other two games this week that they were just a bit flat. I accept this one. You know, Tariq, that is a, actually a good uh, word to use. They The Bulls did seem flat down the stretch of this game. Um, 
they, they, they just did. That's actually a great, great point there. And, you know, maybe it was the amount of effort that they had to expound in the last two games, um, traveling, things like that. Uh, but you, you don't really get excuses for that, right? I mean, the Bulls definitely could have still won this game. They did not. That's the end of the story on that one. Hopefully they play better against Utah on Monday. Then they got Phoenix on Wednesday, then Golden State Friday, and then um, one more game on the road trip, uh, Sacramento uh, Sunday. So, I mean, you know, we'll see how this Bulls team does over these next five, four games. Uh, I still think that there's a chance they definitely go, they they get at 500 by the, by the end of this road uh, stretch. But, you know, at the end of the day, the Bulls have to execute. And hopefully, like I said, you can't win it all. The Bulls are not going to win every game. No team is. You're going to lose games. It sucks that the way that they lost it because had DeMar not fouled uh, SGA on that, I think this game looks completely different in the last couple of minutes of this game. But at the end of like, it kind of is what it is. They had two players, the Thunder did, that almost uh, got triple doubles. Josh Giddy just could not be stopped at points in the fourth quarter. He just started going off scoring wise, which was really frustrating in that, in that sense. But um, Patrick Williams had some really good defensive rotations, had some, some missteps as well, but you know, it, it kind of is what it is. I hate to use that, but it really kind of is what it is in this one. Pablo Mata. Uh, how do the bulls beat the bucks and Celtics? didn't lose to OKC? Bro? It's basketball. Like you, it, it like you, it's not as simple as saying, Oh, well you beat this team. This team is better than that team. So you're going to beat this team. It's not as simple as that. Right. Um, the bulls lost this game. To the, the other commenters' point, they were flat, especially in the second half of the game. They did force overtime. They have played a lot of games. But like I said, that's not an excuse, right? Because the Bulls still could have won this game had they executed better. I guarantee you DeMar DeRozan is going to be killing himself. He's going to be seeing SGA in his dreams for the next 24 hours. The fact that he fouled him on that on that three-point, at that three-point line, that really hurt. That really hurt. DeMar needs to share. That was a bad shot. Like, literally. That was a bad shot. For the for the attempt at, at at to tie the game, that was just a bad shot. I like especially like I know it's I'm gonna say only seven seconds were left on the clock, but like that is still another time to run another pick. That is still another time for somebody to break off um, as far as like off a screen or something like that. They really didn't give it any opportunity to do that, and it absolutely hurt the Bulls in this game. Just period, it hurt the Bulls in this game. For, from that lack of execution, those mistakes, costly mistakes. And Lou Dort is probably also thanking, thanking the heavens that DeMar DeRozan fouled SGA because Lou Dort between that goaltending and then fouling, fouling DeMar DeRozan, I was like, hey, man, Lou Dort may have just won us this game. And it didn't happen that way, right? It didn't happen, and that's tough. That's tough. Markel says, I'm speechless. I mean, listen, if you watch the game, like, I, I mean, it, it, it's frustrating. Don't get me wrong, but it happens. No, where's the team play? Where's the passing? Horrible DeRozan plays. He held the ball the entire OT possession. Very disappointing in DeRozan. He's good, but he's not MJ. Yeah, it just, mm, it just, Jesus. I just, that was a bad shot, man. I just, just want to keep going back to it. That was a bad, bad shot from DeMar. Uh, Bulls are the type of team that will bite on a jump fake on a non-shooter. Mm, I wouldn't necessarily say that. Blah. Defense has to play the whole game, not in spurts. Uh, we let them get right where they wanted uh, too many times. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Especially that run that Josh Giddy went on. It was just like, hey, man, listen, is any does anybody want to guard Josh Giddy? Like, what what does Josh Giddy have dirt on y'all? Does his body stink? Like, what's what's going on? Nobody's guarding Josh Giddy. Why? Why? Why is nobody guarding Giddy? Ends up this game with 10 points, but I feel like all 10 points came in the fourth quarter. I think it was eight of them, but still. That that stretch by Josh Giddy was just like, what the hell are you doing? This comment's a fraud because to be a fraud would mean that you'd have to be expected to win the title. Nobody called for the Bulls to 
win the championship. I think the Bulls' record is actually right where ESPN predicted it would be at this point. I don't know how they're frauds, right? Uh, some some people just like saying words with no meaning. I don't know how they're frauds. What are they fraudulent for? Nobody had them pegged to be a championship contending team. It's a bad loss because it's a momentum killer. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's this, right? You're going to win some, you're going to lose some. Uh, teams still go win eight of the last nine, for example. You think one loss in there? Now, again, this was a close loss. The Bulls made some mistakes. If anything, this may be the loss that they look at and be like, hey, we just got to execute better on defense. We would have had this game. This could also be a game where they go into Utah. Uh, they, they play and they try to execute better, but it is what it is. Frenchie has a very good point here. Frenchie saying, I felt like we uh, fell in love with the jump shot. We just we stopped playing team ball down the stretch, right? Not really picks. DeMar, oh, that's another mistake DeMar made. When he called for Patrick Williams to make the screen and then move before Patrick Williams got, got a chance to set the screen, another turnover there. Yeah, it was a lot of DeMar. Now that I'm thinking about it, there was a lot of DeMar down the stretch. Levine got it going with his shots towards the end of the fourth, uh, but his late game shot selection is still questionable. Just because you can make those shots doesn't mean uh, make them good shots. Still played all right. He played all right overall. The thing with Zach, in my opinion, a lot of the some of the passes Zach made, even the ones that didn't turn into turnovers, they kind of got tipped or whatever. He made some bad passes in this game as well. You can't give Zach a pass on that. We lost the rebounding battle, but by one, by one rebound. So whatever you want to call that at. Hayes, I don't understand why we play down to our competition every time we play these rebuilding teams. Like, uh, where was the effort like we saw the last two games? I mean, listen, when you expound that much effort, when you have to the same games, it, it's kind of hard to maintain. That's what I've – if you, you've been listening to me, which I know you have for a while, I've said, like, it's difficult to maintain the lever, the level of energy that this team has to expound on the defensive end because they don't have the best defenders. Like, for example, that SGA play – the three-point line, DeMar guarded SGA great, but he just made a heady mistake just trying to go for the block when you didn't need to go for the block, and it really caught that. It really, it really caught up with him. Uh, the loss doesn't feel bad. You win some, you lose some, but DeMar definitely knows where he made errors, for sure, for sure. Laurie about to go ham? Is that what that's supposed to be? Meat? Drip Lord said, brother, gave them this game. I mean, I wouldn't say they necessarily gave them the game, but they, they definitely didn't make themselves any – in any do themselves any favors down the stretch either you can't do challenges in overtime or billy donovan series hates challenges should have challenged the missed bucket by okc uh they called a foul keep in mind so um the missed bucket that okc called a foul they did challenge that one the the demar de rosen three-point he, he challenged that one unless i'm missing unless you're talking about a different play you may be talking about a different play but he did challenge that when the challenge just wasn't successful L, I'm telling every time you predict the Bulls to win, they lose. Stop predicting the Bulls to win, brother. Stop doing predictions. Stop with the comments of doing predictions. Stop doing it. Just say what you want to see. Say, hey, I want to see Zach have a good game. I want to see P. Will do. They need to watch out for SGA. Every time you do a prediction, the opposite happens. I'm not blaming it on you. I'm just saying. You got to kind of look at the last three games. Albert Soto says Levine can't handle I would. I doubt. I don't agree with that because that stretch when Zach hit uh, some some key three-pointers, we needed that. That was momentum change. You can't make them all. But um, I will say fourth quarter Zach has not been, not been good overall this season. So I definitely agree with that. Hey, as I get the last two games are tough, but these are the type of games you need wins that stack up at the end of the uh, – I mean, it, 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 it is what it is, bro. You're not going to win them all. Uh, AK needs to give Hayes a contract just to close out games. <laughs> Dog, what the fuck? No, he needs to let, they need to let me in the locker room to cuss everybody out. And it just is what it is. Sorry, bro. I know you may like Vooch. It's time like this. We, or I say we need a better center that actually wants to play like a center. Vooch should have been feasting all night in the paint. Well, you have to also have an offense that goes to him and he, and they don't, they did not. 
So, I, I, and I get what I understand what you're saying there, right? But again, center play is so different in the NBA and it's dependent upon the team. Again, I'm going to say this. As long as DeMar DeRozan's on this team and operates primarily in the mid-range, you're never going to see a starting center on the Bulls that plays like an old-school, traditional center. It's going to clog it up too much. You're just not going to see it. And you and you have to realize that a lot of this is Billy Donovan's scheme. The places that Vooch is, Vooch is, is by the scheme because they need that because they try to open up the lane more for DeMar. Now, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not saying that's the right choice. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just identifying what happens by the way that they have this team and the scheme set up. You're not going to see a, tra- a traditional center type play of anybody. You could bring back the ghost of Shaq in this mug, and they're going to try to have him out on the perimeter because the way that DeMar operates, Billy Donovan's making the choice to ride with DeMar. I was quite impressed with Giddy. Dude was balling tonight. Very smooth player. Giddy has a lot of potential. Giddy has a lot of potential. Um, I just... You know, I'm not necessarily a giddy believer, but I recognize the potential he has. I'll just start betting in the Bulls with odds in mind. We win two, then I think we lose the third. Note it. That's funny. Patrick Williams was guarding Giddy well until Billy took him off, and that uh, that he was walking to the rim. Lane. That's when he was walking to the rim and laying it up. That's a good point. That is a very – and that's one thing that we're starting to notice with Billy Donovan. He does a lot. He takes Patrick Williams off these players that have length and put these guards on them, and it just it does not have the same. does not have the same. Why Drummond barely got playing time tonight? Like, what the fuck? And why Vooch not in the post-feasting? They always play down to the bad teams, man. Agreed. Agreed with you. As far as Drummond, I wonder. I didn't see any play to my recollection that seems like Drummond would have got banged up or anything on, but it is really odd in this type of game where a team that doesn't have size that Drummond could have really feasted using his size and athleticism that he only played seven minutes. Do not be surprised at all if something comes out that maybe he tweaked an ankle or something like that. Don't be surprised because it's just weird. I don't think we've ever seen Drummond play that low of minutes and not be hurt or something like that. Like, that's that's weird. That's weird. Courtney says, I'm sorry I can't buy the flat. You don't have to buy it. It's real. Like, if you're an athlete, you play sports, it's real. It's not nothing you can buy. It's not buying or selling. It's just facts. It's absolutely just facts. Every team in the NBA goes through it. Every team. It's easy to say it's easy, right? And it makes sense. And I'm not saying that it doesn't It doesn't make sense to say, oh, well, why can't you keep up this effort all the time? It's, but it's not realistic. These players aren't robots. It's not realistic. Every team has the occasional flat game. Everyone. The greatest, the MJ Bulls had some flat games. In the 72-10 and 10 season, they had a couple of flat games in there. It just happens. And, and that's why a bench production is important because that is when you can kind of avoid some of that, right? I wonder why Drummond only played seven minutes. Uh, Javante didn't have his usual type energy either off the bench. He made some really good plays in this game, uh, some key rebounds and stuff like that, but he only scored one point. Like, if when you just look at up and down the roster and, and some of these shooting numbers and splits, they were absolutely flat. It's not nothing to buy. It's just real. It's just real. I'm sorry, but these – Shay, listen. Shay, I, I've been noticing you've been trying to be on this fake tough guy thing lately. Shay, you're not tough. You're not at all. Like, all the cussing and stuff that you've been doing, bro, all the, if you if you think about it, uh, if you you must have forgot, stop trying to be tough, bro. Like, you're not, you're not, th- you're not that guy. You're not that guy. You're a nice, young gentleman. Keep being that. Stop trying to be hard. Don't, don't, don't let these motherfuckers in the chat make you feel like you got to try to act tough, bro. You're not tough. It's cool. Um, uh, but, uh, need to know who has the matchup. Vucevic had nobody on the team who can guard him low in the post. They did not go to Vooch at all as much as I thought they would do, bro. 
Not at all. The Low Show says, hey, he's a little Chicago Bulls, man. I really do, but this team is just not it, man, for real. Give Vooch the fucking ball. Get out the fucking way. Zach Sot selection is so fucking bad. It's not funny. DeMar, it was a lot. Hey, listen, everything you just said, I, I ain't got nothing, no rebuttal for because you're right. Uh, Alex Larez, if we expected DeMar to shoot the last shot, I know damn well the Thunder did too. DeMar needs to facilitate the ball better and have more faith in his teammates that aren't Zach and Vooch. Well, keep in mind, we're all blaming DeMar, and I get it, and I understand it, right? I, I understand that. I get it, but how much of this also goes to the coaching staff for not drawing up a better play? Not drawing up something that you use DeMar kind of as a decoy to open somebody else up. When you look, go back and look at that play, right? Yes, DeMar took a bad shot for that line. It was a bad shot, but nobody was moving without the ball. Everybody was looking like they knew that not only the Thunder knew, the Bulls players knew that that was the play because nobody was moving. If you notice, go back and look. Nobody was moving. Vooch was standing at the three-point line, which makes me think that he was the valve on that, meaning that if De when DeMar penetrated, they were hoping that Vooch was going to have the wide-open three. But even then, that, that was a design play. Go back and look at that. That was a design play by, by DeMar DeRozan. I'm sure he was probably supposed to get a little bit more penetration on that before he took it, so that's still on him as well. But that literally was the design play on that. And, and Billy Donovan got to eat some of that as well. Not you, Hayes, but people need to start commenting on DeMar. Getting turched on defense, ball hog, and missing wide open, Pat and Zach. And the, listen, there's a lot of missing missing uh, players in the corner. A lot of missing players in the corner. Newton, did you watch the game? Because if you watch the game, SGA didn't cook us in the way that the stats may have told you. Um, in my opinion, they didn't. Because down the stretch of that game, it was Josh Giddy. Like if you and you will never realize that from the box score, it was literally Josh Giddy down the stretch of that game. Now SGA did come on in overtime. Did SGA score every point in overtime? Did he? I think he might have. Somebody correct me on that. But it was really Josh Giddy in that fourth quarter that just that just took things off. Uh, this is what gets me so frustrated. If he makes that, it's not a bad. Oh no, let's be clear here. I think people Demar makes a lot of bad shots. Let's be clear here. Nope, I, at least not me. When I say something's a bad shot, I say it's a bad shot. I say it all the time. DeMar makes a lot of bad shots look easy. He takes a He's the best bad shot maker in the NBA. But no, even if he would have made it, it still would have been a bad shot. That that it going in or not does not change it being a good or bad shot to me. It means that he 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 had a hell of a of an output to make it go in, but that does not change it being a bad shot to me. That was a bad shot regardless. People get influenced by the outcome of games, and rightfully so, but that was, no, no, I got I to gotta disagree with that. That was a terrible shot by DeMar. Terrible. When you look at it, didn't have good position. That's not even his spot. He doesn't hit a lot of spots. When you look at DeMar DeRozan, go and look at his shot chart. He makes a lot of shots from the right side of the key, not the left side of the key. He was on the left side of the key. And then he barely got past his defender a little bit, maybe his shoulder, his outside shoulder a little bit, and then he pulled up for it. Didn't even step back. That was a bad shot. That was, that was a bad shot by every stretch of the imagination. Bad shot. MC Season says, damn, are the Bulls really about to be like? No, because the New York Knicks made it deep in the playoffs. So, no. <laughs> no, just being honest with you, just no. No. It's not being passive and being a realist. Passive would be like, oh, well, we can, we can play the next game. No. And, and it's not an excuse. There's reasons. They played bad. That's not an excuse. That is a reason. Right? We got to stop. Trying to label everything excuses when we're filled with emotion. That's not an excuse. That is a reason. This team did not execute. They played flat. That's it. Uh, was Drummond hurt? He could have played more. for. Uh, listen, I, I, I something had to happen. 
Something had to happen. I can't believe that a healthy Andre Drummond only plays seven minutes in a game where that size would have been needed. You get that size would have absolutely been needed. Like it had to be. It had to be. Just just hair of uh B R Y C. First of all, it's my first time seeing you here. Thank you for joining. Hopefully, you hit that subscribe button. I'm tired of the damn bulls. Hey, listen, we are this this team is frustrating as hell. Let's be clear. This team is frustrating as shit. Oh, great point here. Uh, you can clearly tell here in the chat who watched the game and who's just looking at the box score. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, this is a good question. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boost. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. By, by Colin, right? If if DeMar isn't a Bull, is our team a better team? No. But I will say this. If DeMar wasn't on the Bulls, I think that the – I want to make sure that I'm, I'm pointing it in my words before people twist them. If DeMar wasn't on this team, I think that the team would have to, would operate completely – when you have a, a, a player like DeMar, right, who operates 98% in the mid-range, he's taken more threes this year, but operates 90% in the mid-range and is very ball-dominant, Right, there's a difference between DeMar's ball dominance and Zach Levine's ball dominance, right? Zach is a three-level scorer when he's on. DeMar is a one-level scorer forever, right? And so, and that's not to say Zach is better. I'm not saying any of that or anything. But when you have a player that that's limited and needs the ball in their hands, because keep in mind, DeMar is not great off the ball. He can do some things moving off the ball, but if you look, DeMar is a player that need, he's never going to come off a screen. Let me not say never. He rarely comes off a screen and just takes a shot with no dribbles. DeMar is a player who needs to dribble about three or four times to get himself in rhythm before he takes the shot. If DeMar DeRozan wasn't on this team, the amount of touches to other players would go up exponentially. I think Patrick Williams would be farther along in his in his, in his shot-making ability and comfortability just because he would have been forced to. Um, I think Io and even when Lonzo there, I think Alonzo operated, would operate more as a traditional point guard if DeMar wasn't there. So it definitely changes the team. I'm not saying it makes the team better, but it definitely changes, and you have to utilize a different skill set of these players. I think we would see more inside out with Vooch. I just said it. We don't see a lot of Vooch down low because Vooch, by the nature of how – like, when you really look at it, DeMar DeRozan is a post scorer. As a three, he's a post scorer. Now, he doesn't – he's not a back-to-the-basket post scorer, but most of his points come in the mid-range and in the post. And because of that, it forces other players to have to play more out in the perimeter. I always say our four in this offense get, operates more like a traditional three. That's because of DeMar DeRozan, right? So I think it definitely changes the outlook of the team a lot. But it kind of is what it is, man. Like, I mean, I don't know if they win more games, but I do think players develop a little bit quicker, and that's accelerated as well. Brian – uh, this is not on Vooch. This is all on Zach and Demar. They have to be the guys to do well in these clutches. Well, Vooch has to do well in clutch situations. Well, let's not, let's not forget it. Vooch missed two clutch three pointers in this game. After making them last game, he's probably going to make them more than enough. Vooch gets some of the blame. If we if we're looking at a pie chart, right? For, for me, 
Zach gets 40% of the blame. DeMar gets 40% of the blame. I'll give 20 to Vooch. That's what I'll say. King Kofu, uh, what up, Hayes? I turned the game off for five minutes to go. This is a game that I blame on Billy Donovan. Harbor rotations, leaving DJJ and Drummond. No apparent game plan. No stopping the ball. ECT. Feel you on that one. Uh, this is what gets me frustrated. That was not a bad shot. Oh, I, get, I disagree with that. Again, he, it was definitely a bad shot. Uh, you're leaving the same comment there, brother. But, yeah, it was a bad shot. Uh, I really just don't get Billy uh, not one time. Vooch in the post. What the fuck, bro? Bulls ass tweaking and Debo knows better for real. Debo cost us the game. Soft ass foul. That foul was terrible. That foul was absolute fucking garbage. Um, yeah, you just you you have to execute better than that. You're a veteran in the league. There's no no need for you to bite on that to try to block that shot. Like, even if it goes in, force them to make the tough shot. Don't bail them out. Do not bail them out, man. That frustrates me. And they said it on the commentary. Uh, uh, Shea did what DeMar DeRozan does to so many people. Vooch has fallen out of top 10 center in this league. Nope, he's still a top 10 center in the league. By every every statistical category, he's still a top 10 center in the league. You got to stop with that. He's still a top 10 center in the league. He hasn't fallen out of that. No, they challenge SGA three-pointers. Oh, you're talking about – well, keep in mind, you're, they're rarely going to ever get a coach that challenges something that early in overtime because keep in mind, you have to burn out a timeout to use a challenge. It's just not worth the risk. It's not worth the risk not knowing how overtime's going. Um, it's just – it's not worth the risk. So you're ne you're rarely ever going to see a coach burn a challenge or and thus a timeout that early in, the, in overtime not knowing really how the rest of the game is going to go because, yeah – Okay, it was a foul call. The Bulls could have went on the next on the next two drives and scored points and had defensive stops. And you did. And okay, yeah, they got they got some free throws. But now you've you've gained some momentum. They're never going to use a challenge that early in an overtime when you also have to burn out to do it. It's just not going to happen. Rick A says, "I don't think Drummond was hurt. Billy just didn't want to play him for some odd reason. He doesn't like size uh, being better. He prefers small ball versus small ball. I mean, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, and you're right in that. But I do think that they have to. I hope that Billy Donovan learns how to use um, the mismatches to his, to his advantage because Drummond is still a player that can get up and down. So you need a this. Uh, this is from most of my hats come from lids. So anyone who always asks like where my hats is, just go to lids.com. That's literally where I get 99% of my hats. And the 1% is only like occasionally if I'm like in a mall and see like some weird sports store with a hat, but 99% of the hats I get are all from lids. BDB, he says, hi, Post, this is a good show. Good night, peeps, for real. Don't lose heart. Great team if DeMar learns to trust. That, you know what? That's a great point. You got to trust your teammates. Patrick Williams shot the ball. Did he shoot? Did he finish 100% from three-point range? I think he did. Three for three from three-point range. Go Like, Patrick Williams has turned himself into a hell of a three-point shooter. I want to see more stuff ran for Vooch in that case. Kendall, great point here. It's technically a bad shot, but DeMar makes those to be – yeah, and that's what I said earlier. DeMar, made, he's the best bad shot maker in the NBA, period. Pat is playing really good, very happy for him. Yeah, Pat is putting together a nice stretch. And I love that the, that the announcers, if you watch what the Chicago commentary pointed it out, he's really playing, having, putting together a great month in November. Billy pulled Pat in the third when he was helping the Bulls come back and didn't put him back in until five minutes left in the fourth. What the fuck, bro? Bobby, listen. All season he's been doing that shit. All season, according to Hughes, yes, Demarte. He, he, but he makes a lot of bad shots. Definitely makes a lot of bad shots, right? Knicks lost. No, didn't they make a deep run in the playoffs? Maybe I'm tripping. Hold on, let me take a look. Well, they did lose in the first round to the Hawks. What the fuck? Maybe we are the next Knicks then. Shit. God damn it. 
BKR Sport, my brother from another motherfucker. I'm so over this shit every season, man. Just want to feel like a winner for once. Damn, last year was fake bullshit for the first half. Just give Chicago something, man. Hey, listen. Yeah, you, you're giving nothing. You got to get it. You got you got to take it, bro. They're not taking it. Um, Hayes, when you see that your team is playing good and you know that they can play much better, that's what they're doing would be frustrated as I am. No, I mean, it's not even – bro, bro, your frustration's fake. Let's be clear. Your frustration's fake. But it is what it is. Best player of the team is DeMar. That's not a good thing. We rely on hero ball. We haven't had one uh, good offensive coach since Phil Jackson. I love the Bulls, but I'm over the uh, them this season. Have we not had a good offensive coach since Phil Jackson? That's actually about right. About right. Y'all got to stop this, too. It's not that Billy's in love with small ball. It's that this roster is naturally small. But he still usually plays drum. Like, this was the first time that I can remember him not playing drumming at least Drummond's usual 15 minutes per game. Like, that's that's wild. Yeah, to, to, to Melvin's point, he did not – Drummond did not play at all in the second half. That I think that got to be something more, man. I really think that got to be something more. But I could be wrong, right? I'm not saying – I'm not trying to fear monger. I'm not trying to make anybody worry that, that uh, Drummond has this injury or anything, but it's really weird. Uh, Hayes, can we finally say Zach is not the best player? Oh, he's, I don't think anybody said that Zach is a leader. Zach is not – not he's a leader sometimes on the court as far as, like, he'll take big shots, he'll make big shots. He hasn't been that this season. But as far as, like, a vocal leader, let me motivate the guys, Zach has never been that. That's been one of the things I've been saying for a long time. And, like, I'm not ready to call it yet. Zach Stills coming off uh, knee surgery, so we'll see. But, like, I don't know. I've But I have always maintained you need a player – just as good as Zach, if not better with Zach, for us to really do anything. So, Dilbert says, uh, that makes sense because DeMar and Vooch would clog the paint. Yeah, that's just really what it is. Ghost the Gamer says, Bulls offense, give it to DeMar and everyone else standing around. What are people getting paid for? Uh, to play defense at times? Like, it just... Yeah, that the, the, Bull, like, the Bulls offense needs some work, bro. Needs some work. Bulls outplayed they say self. Uh, we had this game start off good, come back playing lazy. This was uh, wrong to lose this game. Yeah, I mean, they definitely were in this game. They had the chance to win this game. When you're up by four with, what was it, like less than two minutes left in the fourth quarter, you need to win that game. You definitely need to win that game. Colin, I'm going to Lids tomorrow. How do you measure your head? Listen, I got a big-ass head. I get the biggest – let me not say I get the biggest hat possible. So I, I, I get a seven and three-fourths or an eight. That's just it. My head's big as fuck. Um, so just you got to try them on and find the size that's for you, brother. Courtney Hughes says, Billy isn't going to learn from his losses like this. That's his major flaw as a head coach. No adjustments, just relying. Well, he made, he's, he made adjustments the prior two games. He made adjustments in the second Toronto. He Billy has it in him. Why he doesn't do it consistently, I have no fucking idea. It really seems like there are some games where Billy Donovan is like, oh, you know, we'll, go, we'll let the players figure it out. Yeah, we'll let the players figure out. Like it's like he wants nights off as a coach. There's no coach PTO. Jerome says, I thought the refs called a bad game. I can like I wouldn't say it's bad, right? I think they uh I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm watching the Windy City Bulls play more. Oh, listen, the Windy City Bulls, if you guys have not been watching the Windy City Bulls, they just have a good brand of basketball down there. Good brand of basketball. Like they really just have a good brand of basketball down there. Uh, life. I know DeMar sold the last position by going ISO hero ball instead of passing to an open Vooch, but I believe we should have we should hope hold Zach accountable for this game, especially in the second half. Oh yeah, Zach played a terrible and that's one thing that well, outside of the that stretch in the fourth quarter where he hit a hit a bunch of threes and I think he got to the rim once as well. But 
Zach is not like we have. Have we seen Zach play a complete four quarters of good basketball? It's always like I said it. I think at the half he was like he was like four of eight or something like that. It was it was a, it was a decent clip he was hitting it at, and then it just always like the second half has just been bad for Zach for this whole season. Hey, listen, yo, I like it getting my dreads pulled ass. I can't, I post a cartoon pick of myself because I'm ugly looking ass. Nook. That's my that's my brother Ricky there, who is supposed to be co-hosting the podcast with me, but sucks ass and is afraid to actually get his podcasting equipment. But you know it is what it is. Bulls got MTF on media calling us uh depressing. That shit not cool. Bulls gotta get this shit right, bro. Like uh, keep in mind, keep in mind. Let's let let's say the bull season restarted. With the Boston win, right? We're two and one in our last three. Let's not act like we're still on a losing stretch. Yes, this loss sucks, right? Loss sucks. Not not going to sugarcoat it. This loss sucks. They should have won this game. They could have won this game. All of that. But let's let's not go right back into the mindset like we lost four straight again. We are two and one in our last three. Now, if they come out flat again against Utah and Laurie Marketing cooks us. I'll tell you what right now. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look dead in the camera. I'm gonna tell you guys this. If the Bulls lose to Laurie Marketing, the post-game show is literally going to be me going the fuck off. No jokes aside. I don't give a damn if they lose by half a point somehow. If the Bulls lose to the Utah Jazz and Laurie Marketing, be here if you want to see a young black well, I'm not young anymore. A 35-year-old black man go the fuck off on his team. That's all I can say. I'm I'm and maybe that's why I'm holding it in. Because listen. If they, I, I need us to beat Laurie. I need us to be like, call it petty, call it what you want. I don't give a fuck. If the Bulls lose to the Utah Jazz and Laurie Marketing and Laurie Marketing goes the fuck off, I'm telling you right now, be tuned in because I'm going the fuck off. Period. I'm going the fuck off. It's not going to be coherent. You ain't got to worry. You ain't got to listen. Don't come here wondering how is Hayes going to react to this loss. I'm going the fuck up. It's going to be phone calls. I'm calling Billy. I'm calling Billy's mama. I'm calling Patrick Williams' mama. I'm calling Zach Levine's wife and, and asking her how they feel like her baby got to look at a loser. I'm doing all that shit. The Bulls cannot lose to the Utah Jazz on Monday or I'm going the fuck off. I'm telling you that right now. If the Bulls lose to the Utah Jazz on Monday, you are going to get the most Petty Roosevelt. I got a new Petty Roosevelt hat in the building too. By the way, the new Petty Roosevelt uh, uniform is wild. And if I have to pull that motherfucker out on Monday, you guys are in for a fucking show. Because I tell you what, the Bulls lose to Laurie Marketing and these motherfucking Utah Jazz, I'm going off. I tell you right now, I'm going off. You ain't even got to worry about it. You ain't even got to worry about it. You, oh, motherfucker, you, yo, young Similac breath looking ass motherfucker. Like, what the fuck? Who are you talking to, bro? No, <laughs> that's my nigga, bro. Uh, Shay says, can we all agree that Patrick Williams should call for blood the next game? Because let's face it, Laurie cannot guard no damn body. Just, have you watched the Utah Jazz? That's the thing. Laurie Markin is playing defense this season. And he is, he, Laurie Markin has also mastered the, I'm going to let you blow by me, but I'm going to use the length to block your shot. It's, it's, Laurie's having a, a hella, a hella good defensive season. Um, so I wouldn't say, let me not say hell, for him it's good, right? It's it like for him, it's good. It's solid. I'm gonna keep going down, but Bulls can't lose this motherfucker. Bulls can't lose him. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now, bro. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Not asking the baby how it feels to look at it. I'm listen. I'm doing it. I don't give a damn. I'm telling you right now. 
If the Bulls lose to Laurie Marketing, I'm calling Zach Levine, what son he had, right? I'm calling Zach Levine's son and his wife. I'm going to tell him to put the baby on speakerphone. I'm like, oh, you cute mother. How do you feel that your dad's a fucking loser? Like, how do you feel that literally your dad's career went in the toilet after you were born? Now you got you don't even know you don't even know your dad was a good player because all you've seen from your father since he since you came out your mama's coochie has been a loser. Let me stop. Let me stop. I'm going off. See, I'm I'm to, I'm to, I'm because I'm now I'm thinking about losing to the Jazz and I'm getting pissed off. Oh, hold on. I'm trying to go to Auntie. Auntie says, uh, with you, Hayes, I'm going to fuck off too. We got two days off. Ain't nobody, ain't no way they should come out playing lazy on Monday. Utah. That's another great point. If they come out flat against the Utah Jazz after two days off. Oh, oh, just be tuned in. Just be tuned the fuck in. I tell y'all that right now. Just be tuned in. Cause I'm going to fuck off. I'm I am literally going to fuck off, bro. I'm going to fuck off. Oh, hold on. Hold on. We're getting a phone call. Hello? Mrs. Donovan. What's going on? What's what why are you calling into the show? You said you know your husband sucks at adjustments? You made you asked him to make an adjustment in the bedroom and he said no, he doesn't do that? That's deep. You said you wanted him to do the choking stroke, and he said he couldn't do that because he respected you too much? That's crazy. That's wild. So wait, 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 wait. Mrs. Donovan, hold on. I just got to ask you a question. I just got to ask you a question. So I noticed that Billy Donovan started growing some facial hair. You, did you have something to do with that? No, you didn't have anything to do with that? You said Billy Donovan's afraid of coochie? That's deep. Like you. You're deep. Oh, that's that's okay. Got you. Okay. All right, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let him know. I'll let him know. I'll do the best that I can. Yeah, I I do the best that I can. All right, all right, peace. All right, that was Billy Donovan's wife. Um, she said he doesn't make any adjustments, so I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is. Chicago Sun Times says, uh, "You and Pat live tonight? Yes, we're going live tonight. That's where there's been no episode of a uh, Locked On Bulls today because we are going live after the game today." <laughs> oh man, that is funny. <laughs> I don't know why y'all watch me. I really don't understand why y'all watch me. Like, it's like, y'all, do y'all just watch for the next time I'm going to snap? Like, literally, I don't know what happened. Like, I was in a, in a fairly good mood after this loss. And then I thought about losing to the Utah Jazz on Monday, and it's been all hell since then. Literally been all. I'm looking at Billy Donovan's wife. right? What does Billy Donovan's wife look like? Let's see. Oh, she ugly. She ain't got no lips either. You know my theory with people with no lips. You can't trust them. People who got no, no top or bottom lip, you can't trust them. People who got a bottom lip but no top lip, they're generally good people. Generally good people. People who have a, a big top lip but no bottom lip, demons. Don't, don't fuck with those people. We're letting y'all know. She ugly as fuck. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's an ugly-ass woman. That's That woman ugly. Like, she, she's the definition of bait. Let me, let me stop going in on Billy Donovan's wife. That's not nice. I'm, try, I'm trying to be a better person. I'm really, I'm really trying to be a better person. Like, I really am. I'm just, I'm trying to be wholesome. I try my best. I fail at it every day. But I really, I really try to try to be a better person. I don't know why I'm just not being successful at it yet. But, you know, when I get pissed off by shit, you never know what's going to happen. You just never know what's going to happen. But since I had to see it, you guys know the rules. Since I had to see it, I got to share it with y'all. That's basic. Like, like, what is that? What is that? that that's Billy Donovan's wife. What's her name? Carol? Christine, that's his wife. Christine, that's that's real interesting. That is real, real interesting. That's all. Where those bangs are from? The eighties? Are those eighties bangs? Is that what we're seeing? Are those eighties bangs? <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. That is wild, man. That's crazy.
That's wild. Imagine being a millionaire and you got to go home to ugly ass wife every day. Like that's see, he doesn't make adjustments. You knew you married somebody ugly. Why didn't you adjust? That's deep, man. That's real deep, bro. That's deep. That's crazy. That's wild, bro. That's an unseasoned ass woman. That's definitely unseasoned ass woman. That's like, yeah, that's wild. But nonetheless, all right, that's it. We've reached the end of the stream because I'm just about to start flaming everybody. Like I almost, I was about to look up. Uh, never, I'm not even going to tell you because I'm going to save it. Because if we, if, we, if we lose to the Utah Jazz Monday, just believe, just ask me what I was about to say. If we lose to the Utah Jazz when I start the stream, the first thing y'all need to do is be like, Hayes, what was you about to see? That's crazy, man. That's cra that's that's wild, bro. What you you made the choice to lock in the rest of your never mind. Let me stop. Um, with all that being said, thank you so much, guys, for uh <laughs> for tuning in to another episode of Bull Chicago Bull Central. Make sure you follow the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail for tomorrow's mailback episode, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related and wife reviews. We do all that here at Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you guys are tuned in, going over to Locked on Bulls, where me and Pat are about to go live here in a couple of minutes. Love you guys. Go Bulls. See red. Don't see no ugly wives. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media.